Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mbriwa Gavaza, and for today, we're getting into a conversation um, that I'm pretty sure many people have heard about, uh, you know, a, a lot is uh, that intersection between um, uh, where people are concerned and business processes as well as technology. You know, where do people sit on that front? So many times in the last uh, last decades, we've heard that the the machines are here to take our jobs and uh, you know right now we just want to do a little bit of a check-in to understand whether or not that is indeed the case or whether we find ourselves as you know yet again um, you know another false warning or is it a real concern this time and to help us to understand this we are joined by uh, people that are experts in their own right on the one hand we are joined uh, by uh, Workday uh, Workday is a company that specializes specializes in on-demand um, on-demand services in the sectors of financial management, human capital management, and student information. And then at the same time, we have AdCorp, uh, which specializes in uh, people or workforce solutions. So we're just going to be getting into um, that discussion just to help us to understand, um, you know, where things are on that front. <laughs> So, on the one hand, uh, from AdCorp, we are joined uh, by uh, Vinolia, Vinolia Singh, and uh, she is, uh, you know, just going to help us to understand uh, from a people point of view how things are. Vinolia, greetings to you today. Good day, Madiwa. Thank you very much for having me as part of your panel discussion today. Now, thank you so much. Perhaps a good place for us to start is just getting a sense of AdCorp. You know, when we say workforce solutions, what does that actually mean? Yeah, Mediwa, AdCorp is a workforce solutions provider. We are headquartered here in South Africa. We have operations in South Africa and in Australia. And we supply labor in the forms of contingent permanent places, blue and white collar contingent workers and professional IT skills as well. And we also offer skills development through training interventions. Um, so we help organizations to meet their demand through labor. And we pride ourselves in providing dignified work opportunities for individuals. And we actually match the demand in the workplaces uh, with the supply in terms of availability of skills. Okay, cool. I think we, we, we get an understanding, you know, on that end. And then, uh, Kiveshan, on your side from a workday, you know, point of view, I understand you're the uh, country manager for that company. Um, workday, a little bit around uh, what it is that you guys are doing. Yeah, no worries. So, good morning, Mundire. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, workday is an enterprise cloud uh, software organization. So, we focus on managing people, uh, people data. Uh, we focus on managing finances in the cloud. Uh, from an ERP perspective and also analytics. So we're one of the, the leading cloud providers when it comes to business applications. Um, we're still a pretty young company. We've been around since 2005, so we're 18 years old, but we've been in South Africa for the last five years. All right, cool. Now we have both of you on this uh, on this particular session because, in essence, um, if if uh, if I'm correct in my understanding, AdCorp, you know, which is listed on the JSC, is a customer um, of uh, of Workday, and uh, Workday provides uh, services, um, you know, enterprise services to AdCorp. So before I come back to Venolia, maybe Kiveshan, you could give us just a little bit around what the, you know what that relationship 
relationship has entailed and uh, perhaps how it's evolved over time? Look, it's uh, it's it's amazing to always spend time with Bonolia, always always listen and, and learn from her. Um, and I think that the one story that we we can jointly tell, and we probably have not told the story before Bonolia, is that uh, Adcop, you know, many years ago went through a process in terms of understanding their business requirements and went to market. Uh, and I was the person that uh, did the original pitch to Vanolia uh, in terms of understanding their requirements and doing the positioning of Workday. So uh, it was a few years ago, um, and obviously Adcop has gone live with Workday and Workday customer today. But I think uh, in essence, you know, Workday is a platform that you can manage your employee data, um, everything from hiring to retiring within a single platform, you know, hopefully able to make decisions um, on the fly using the data that you have, single mobile app as well. Um, and Vanoli will obviously talk into more depth in terms of how that's being used. Uh, but it's a it's a great feeling when uh, you start this journey by firstly understanding a business's perspective. And then over a period of time, they become a customer. And I put a post on LinkedIn the other day based on somebody in Vanoli's team. Uh, not only do they become fans of yours, but they become family. And that's uh, the AdCop relationship with Workday today. Uh, it's pretty much a family relationship in terms of AdCop using our technology and us learning from AdCop on a daily basis in terms of different use cases and how powerful Workday is for them. So perhaps, Vinole, you can then give us that insight, uh, you know, to say what's happening right now. I think for you, instead of asking what it is that exactly you guys are getting out of Workday, I'm keen to, you know, get your sense um, on where we began today's conversation about the fact that we've heard so many times, um, you know, over the last decade and a half, whether it was the algorithms, whether it was uh, the, the robots when it came to um, manufacturing and now you know we're this uh, at this point in this moment where we talk about generative AI chat GPT all of this stuff and people once again saying oh it's the end of people's jobs once again <laughs> technology <laughs> so as you know as a company that I, I guess is specializing in providing um, workforce solutions how should people be thinking about or rather how should enterprises be thinking about uh, the use of technology because everyone is trying to get an edge, right? Uh, do you use technology to completely cut costs and, you know, take the human beings out of the equation? Do human beings still have a place? How how should we be thinking about it? Yeah, Madiwa, thank you so much for that question. It's quite interesting. In 2018, I did a dissertation and it was around the disruption of technology on um, on jobs and, and, and particularly in human resources. So, you know, I think we've always been disrupted by technology centuries ago, you know, when the light bulb was introduced, when the telephone came into play, etc. So there's been constant disruption. We as human beings have learned to embrace it. But the speed at which technology is now disrupting is exponentially faster. And the question we then ask ourselves is, how does that impact the lives and livelihoods of individuals? And without a doubt, technology is going to disrupt, but more especially, it's going to complement jobs. It's not going to totally replace in some areas um, of jobs, but it's going to complement. And I think as human beings, we need to embrace how do we run alongside the machines or how do we run with the machines? And there's certain skills that will become critical in human beings that will not be replaced by machines. And those skills will include, you know, empathy. 
It will include um, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, problem solving, caregiving. You know, if you look at a caregiver, you know, old age health caregiver, etc. You can't have a robot, you know, come in and and take care of of old people. Not yet. But there's certain roles and jobs that we will have disrupted in terms of the autonomous space in the manufacturing industry, et cetera. But that gives us an opportunity as employers to define what elements of our value chain will be disrupted and how do we reskill employees in other areas that require reskilling so we don't contribute to the already exacerbated unemployment rates in South Africa. So, you know, the onus is upon us as as well as individuals. Identify where I am going to be unique and where I will contribute my unique skills and work with the machine. You know, um, in, in particularly in an HR space or even in a leadership space, we say, let the systems do the automated laborious tasks and let us give true partnership to business on a people skills level, as opposed to be bogged down by the transactional tasks that can be automated. And this is where we opted to go for Workday to help us improve our people processes and enable our line managers to be better and more effective in leading teams, getting the best out of their people and contributing to the bottom line of every organization and the economy at large. No, 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 more certainly. Now, um, Kiveshan, your take on this, and I like the fact that you told us earlier on uh, that you're the one who actually went first to pitch um, your services as Workday to uh, to Venolia and her team, uh, because I'm pretty sure that once again, that uh, feeds into the discussion, you know, to say, you know, you go to a company that's specializing in people solutions. What's the pitch? Are you telling them that, hey, listen, guys, we're going to help you to improve your offerings, you know, to the customers? Or are you signaling, hey, perhaps, you know, down the line, this technology thing might take over. Um, and uh, I think we are the best partner that you guys can have uh, to actually, you know, keep you guys ahead of the trends. Yeah, look, I think it's a it's, it's a really good question, and uh, I love what Vanalia said. You gotta you gotta run with the machines. I've, I've never heard that before, so uh, I think it's a really, really really cool concept. Um, so I, I think I think overall, from a workday perspective, we um, you know unlike our competitors that have different product names and you know coming up with uh, you know different technologies all the time, we we've embedded AI and machine learning within Workday's platform for over a decade. So. That's pretty good that you know it's it's embedded in what we we've been doing and uh, we've been doing it for over a decade so even before it was a huge buzzword so I think that's the that's the first part I think the second thing is you know we want to complement what uh, employees are doing rather than replace that however you know having said that we want to take we want to automate the mundane tasks so if we look at employee productivity and if employees are spending eighty percent of their time processing or managers are processing leave applications or going through approvals, and that's inhibiting or stopping them from actually being productive. We want to automate those processes. So if we can switch it around, and instead of managers and employees spending 80% of the time trying to keep the lights on, let's automate that, and let's let them focus the 80% in the future of being more innovative, more strategic. Um, coming back to Vanolia's point, and you know, the human element. So I think uh, that's always going to be there. Uh, as Workday, we're definitely not working on uh, any type of strategy to remain, you know, to, to replace humans in any way. 
but I think as South Africa, you know, this word digital transformation, it's, it's a big word, it means many things to different people. Uh, we now have digital transformation 2.0, but depending on the, the company, depending on the industry, depending on the organization, it's essentially about automation. Um, and, you know, we're still trying with many big industries and many companies just trying to automate. I think we, we get caught with the, the hype cycle of all these other cool words like AI, machine learning. Um, and I think maybe just to, when, when, when only spoke about running with the machines, I just thought of this now, but, you know, with AI and, you know, artificial intelligence and uh, M, ML, you know, machine learning coming in, the I element could represent the person, right? You, you still have things like bias that comes into play. Uh, where the human still needs to intervene. So to a point, you know, everything can be automated, but you're still going to need the human element to come in um, and help you make decisions uh, and inform them. You know, it is an interesting one that you are bringing up, uh, you know, Kivation, because I, I think for me, you know, when it comes to all of this stuff, like you said, there is a hype cycle. There are a lot of hype words and terms. I think we mentioned earlier on that um, artificial intelligence is probably the biggest hype term or word right now in the world of technology. And people sometimes get swept up uh, by that. And I also like the concept of running with the machines. I'd never I'd never thought about it like that. Uh, but it does it does uh, bode and work well. Um, but as we are, you know, in this piece, in this part of the discussion, I wanted to touch on two things before you know before we wrap up. The first one is to get a sense from from Vinolia to say we have uh, you know the type of person who's listening to this is obviously interested in business. Right. And sometimes when you're thinking about it, uh, the use of technology, um, digital transformation that uh, that Kiveshan was talking about just now, um, outside of the hype terms and all that and, uh, you know, all the all the threats to jobs, uh, people would want to understand things from an economic point of view, from a financial point of view, you know, to say, hey, listen. Right, I'm coming to you guys. I want some solutions when it comes to that intersection between people and tech. What is it going to mean for me on a bottom line level? Because I'm pretty sure that's the that's the type of uh, question you have to answer. You know, whenever you're having these types of discussions. So, uh, a little bit of insight into what that looks like. Yeah, Medivo. Um, <laughs> often it's the CFOs in companies that want to. What's the impact? How much is this going to cost me? <laughs> and, and yes, definitely there's a return on investment that needs to be made. But from an ad core perspective, we hold very true to our purpose, which is we enable agile, focused and skilled workforces for the future. And our values are centered to everything we do. So we have five values, which is respect, customer centricity, agility, teamwork, diversity and inclusion. And for us, what was very important is to enable and live and bring our purpose and values alive within our organization first to our people. We work on a hybrid methodology where we don't have everyone at the office every day. So keeping teams connected, keeping line managers connected with teams, et cetera, is critical if we want to enable this workforce. Our workforce has more than 50% of Gen Zs in our business. So we have a young generation of workers in terms of those that are ambitious for their career. They want to connect with people. They want flexibility. 
And in order for us to attract talent in this particular target group, we also had to make our processes relevant for them. And this is where Workdays come in, where it's allowed us to connect people remotely, still get the work done through automated processes. So you obviously look at the business case, what is this going to cost? Try and give a tangible return on that investment from a RAND perspective. So besides the non-tangible impacts, they were definitely tangible. So for us at AdCorp, we went live in 2020 in the midst of COVID and we went live remotely. So it was a brilliant experience for our team working with Workday to actually get the system up and running and go live. In the first instance, our biggest problem, which sounds so simple, um, you know, we've had a leave um, accrual or leave management problem because it wasn't on the system. We've had people or we've had provisions in excess of 60 million in the system from a leave perspective. And as soon as we streamlined, you know, something ridiculous like 44, 45 different leave types into just two leave types across the entire group or simplified it, we brought our provisioning down by 50% because we've had better control of something as simple as leave. So from a RAND point of view, you know, there's ways that you can quantify the, the investment you make on the system. And I think when you write that business case and you're presenting it, it becomes very critical around how do you make the return on investment tangible and how do you measure it? We measure it on a, on a six-monthly basis. You know, how much have we actually improved inefficiencies and cost management through the system implementation. The one nice thing about Workday is that they enable you to do stuff yourself. So we've actually done an example in the last 12 months. What is the team configured from a system perspective and how much of savings has that cost us by doing it ourselves instead of bringing in consultants, et cetera? And this then becomes music to my CFO's ears where I'm able to get the most out of my system without going for more investment time after time after time. I hope that answers your questions, Madiba, and give you some good insights into how we manage this both from a tangible and intangible cost perspective in terms of business value add. No, it certainly it certainly does, you know, give us a little uh, some good insight into into all of that and how it uh, what you call this how it looks. Um, and I think maybe uh, where we can end off on that front is uh, to get um, Kivishan's, uh, you know, take on the same, uh, but also then understand, I guess, from a relationship point of view, because um, right now we are exploring, you know, this relationship between Workday and AdCorp to say, how far does the, you know, does the relationship go for someone that might be curious? Are you guys simply providing services to them as AdCorp and then they, they are the end user? Um, or do you have also, also have instances where as as AdCorp goes into the market, they might bring you guys along uh, for certain implementations. Uh, it's, it's it's a good question. So so right now, our relationship with with AdCorp is purely uh, AdCorp being a customer. Uh, however, we we have numerous you know ongoing discussions in terms of our ecosystem, the market, to really understand you know how we can actually you know leverage our partnership with AdCorp, and it is a, a partnership. And I think Vanalia, maybe maybe the one key thing is. Uh, your slogan, you know, the AdCorp slogan, in, enhancing, it's still enhancing uh, the human potential. So I think when we started this journey, uh, and I love the fact that when I spoke about the company values, uh, we always look at the company values. We, we look at the company strategy. 
Um, and, you know, we, we use an analogy uh, at work day that we, you know, we, we, we like to date a few people be, before we, we enter our marriage. <laughs> um, so we did our due diligence as well because we really liked uh, the AdCop story in terms of who they are. Uh, and Workday is a very selective organization in terms of making sure that the companies that we, we work with are ready for us. Um, so AdCop's values in terms of enhancing the, the human potential was very key to us because we wanted to unlock that. Uh, human potential and then extend that further. I think the other point, um, you know, coming back to to things like AI machine learning, all cool buzzwords, but what does it mean? So you've got to find the right use cases and then you've got to make the use cases stick. And then to Vanolia's point, you know, when you, especially when you're involved with HR related matters, it needs to be tangible, measurable to the CFO, to the board and to the stakeholders involved and the shareholders as well. So how does Workday go about doing that today? So a few things that we do is we, we offer our prospects, uh, prospective customers before they're a customer. Uh, we offer them uh, a service where we can help them build a business case. And then a year after going live uh, with us, we come back to measure the performance against the business case. And then we, we do that over a period of time as well, just to make sure that our customers are getting the business value they need. So that's that's probably the second part. And I think the third part is uh, coming back to use cases. You know, we've launched something called Skills Cloud, uh, and this is quite unique for us. And we spoke about it at an event uh, a few days ago. So, you know, in South Africa right now, uh, a lot of people tend to focus on the doom and gloom. I'm not one of them. You know, I, I want to look at the opportunities. And Vanoli spoke about it as well, that, you know, the skills is, a, is an issue. Uh, we know that there's a number of people immigrating. We know that people are semigrating. And then we focus on the fact that, hey, there's this scarce skills and where are they? But we are a country that has one of the highest unemployment rates in the world. So the one um, thing Madhuri, that we're doing with technology is we're using our Workday platform to uh, exploit the potential of the employee. And what I mean by that is employees can list the skills they have. So let's say, for example, uh, you're a bank teller or you're a cleaner working on the floor. Uh, however, the company has no idea that you might be doing your MBA uh, or you might be doing a dissertation on something or you've done a, a course on Java. And with Workday, we can build up associated skills. And then the company now has a view of all the hidden potential that had no idea existed. Now, all of a sudden, we're unlocking further value employees, leveraging technology that the employer had no idea about a few years ago. Uh, and that, for me, is is one of the best secret sources of using MI and machine learning uh, to really help employees as well. Excellent. Now, uh, Vinoli, I'm going to give you the last word on uh, the, the discussion for today, uh, perhaps to round everything up. And I'm going to ask you something that I'm pretty sure you've uh, been asked many times, and it continues to be one of those things that, uh, you know, drives a lot of conversation. And uh, and the reason is because you touched on it just now to say, as AdCorp, you guys find yourself in a hybrid work environment, which, uh, which is what is informed your relationship with um, Workday. And for us, it's simply to get your take as someone who specializes in the world of people and uh, yeah, people and their relationship with organizations is to say, where are we right now, you know, from a corporate point of view when it comes to the debate around work from home and hybrid? Have the work from homers won uh, or have the comeback to workers, um, you know, uh, are they, uh, is it leaning more towards that. It's quite interesting you would 
ask because I was in a debate last week where we had mixed views in the room from various CHROs and CEOs around the debate on back to work every day, five days a week, or hybrid, or work from home completely. And I think we're still in the unknown. It's still early days. And I think it's what works for different organizations, right? Um, AdCorp's taken the approach of hybrid on a permanent basis. So we would work at hybrid, you know, obviously depending on um, business environment. If it changes, we will consult with employees, et cetera. But right now, I think people have really got the taste of flexibility during COVID. And if we look at organizations, we were pretty much productive during this environment, um, uh, during this time. And employees and employers have actually need to find that middle ground on what works for them. Um, we've had instances where individuals would actually say, if you're not hybrid, I'm not interested in your recruitment process. Thank you. And, and off you go. So you also have the challenge of attracting talent. And if you look at the younger workforce, they want flexibility. Give me accountability. Let me tell me what you want and let me do it. And I think this is also where technology has enabled us, and, and particularly uh, from a workday perspective. We, 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 you know, um, uh, cascade our goals from a performance perspective. So everybody's very clear and it's automated on the system. What's expected of me? Do I have the tools to do my job? Can I deliver? And so far, I must say, AdCorp's been really productive in a hybrid process. It's actually driven employee engagement. We allow for flexibility. We've looked at ways to still drive culture in a hybrid environment. I think the jury is still out in terms of organizations that have demanded everyone get back into the office versus those that are, you know, adopted a hybrid. And what's the impact of that on productivity? It's still early days. You know, I think five years from now, we'll all have use cases to say those Organizations that demanded everyone back, how productive were they? What was their retention level and engagement versus those that were hybrid? So I think right now it's what um, what meets the needs of every organization. What's the culture you're trying to drive, um, et cetera. And I've been really blessed in the sense that our executives right from the top in terms of CEO are very open to the future of work and the future ways of working and how that is changing. We're learning each day but we're also embracing it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I do know that some organizations in South Africa are struggling to get people back uh, 100%. And yeah. on the flip side, all have these huge buildings that are not occupied uh, from a property perspective, and we're trying to balance that. But um, great minds put together will make this work if we want to be successful uh, from a hybrid process and a future of work. And and B, it's 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 a powerful topic because um, you know you spoke about your dissertation last year. I submitted mine um, on hybrid working and the effect of proximity bias. So and this is where you take AI machine learning out and you, you focus on the human, uh, and that's centered around the fact that if you work remotely uh, as an employee, uh, do you have any unfair advantage? versus people that have more management time and face time with leadership. Um, and that that really, you know, throws an entire spin on hybrid working in the way it's going. So it is it is complex, as you said, and every company seems to be taking a different view, different version that they need to adapt to based on that. 
Most certainly. And that's where we end off uh, today's discussion. And I think it's a great place for us, uh, you know, to drop off um, simply because uh, the conversation that we have been having is just around that intersection between people and technology in business and uh, a huge part of what is informing that investment in technology in organizations at the moment is uh, that balance between whether or not people are fully um, in the office or whether people are in the uh, at uh, working from home or whether you have a hybrid um, because that then informs how much technology use um, you then have to take advantage of the type of systems that you have to invest in to actually keep um, your people together. Communication is uh, effective and just to make sure uh, that um, and just to make sure uh, that you have uh, effective processes um, in place. Very fascinating just uh, to explore that relationship uh, between Workday and AdCorp and how they are embracing uh, the current world, um, you know, that we are in. I think, uh, you know, for myself, uh, for both myself and uh, Kivesh, and we, we, we both took away uh, the, 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 the saying around, uh, you know, running with the machines. Um, so I, I think I'm definitely going to be using that, um, you know, going forward, uh, that we do need to run with the machines. It's a very interesting moment um, that we do find ourselves in in right now um, in business and it's not even an issue that's just uh, bound to the South African environment but globally it's something that a lot of companies are grappling with um, so it will be a discussion that we'll continue to monitor going forward so that's been it we were chatting uh, to Vanolia Singh who is AdCorp's uh, Chief People Officer as well as uh, Kiveshan Mudli who is Country Manager over at Workday Kiveshan uh, Vanolia thank you so much for being with us today Thank you. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from myself and the rest of the team it is a good evening good afternoon and good morning